Welcome to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create your most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. It is your host, Allison, popping on with another episode. And I just want to say I apologize in advance if my voice is a little raspy today. If I have to clear it a few times throughout this episode, I feel like I'm like that, you know, when you feel like you're on the verge of getting sick, but you're not really sick yet, but you can just feel something coming. Like your body is just kind of tired. It's like the calm before the storm. Anyway, that's where I'm at today. Really hoping to not actually get full blown sick, but on the verge and my voice is a little raspy. So I apologize in advance if I need to clear my throat, but you know what? That's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So anyway, I am so excited that you're joining me for today's episode because today's episode is all about eight different ways that you can rest and reset for the new year. Eight different ways that you can really be intentional about making the most of these next two-ish weeks that we have left of the year and uh, ways that you can truly just set yourself up for going into the new year with, uh, you know, feeling as good as possible, feeling rested, feeling recharged, feeling inspired, Um, kind of going in with a clear slate. And I personally love this time of year. I've probably already said that in the last few episodes. Like this is one of my absolute favorite times of the year. I love, 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 you know, dreaming and scheming for the new year, thinking about all the possibilities, getting clear on what I want to create over the next 12 months. What do I want to leave behind? All of that stuff. Like this stuff is my jam. And these things that I'm going to be sharing today are things that I typically do throughout the month of December. And specifically, I do a lot of these things that we're going to be talking about in between uh, Christmas and New Year's. So like there's that magical time, I feel like in between Christmas and New Year's where, you know, a lot of people have off work or have some time off work, or it's just kind of like that weird in between where it's like, it's not the new year yet, but it's no longer Christmas, but it's not like the normal rest of the year. Cause it's like this weird space in between two sort of major holidays. I don't know if this is making any sense, But I have always kind of loved that year and I like to be, or that time of year, and I I like to be really intentional about how I use that time. And over the last few years, I've been especially intentional about using that time to really rest and to reset uh, for the year to come because I do not want to be going into the new year feeling exhausted, feeling completely depleted, feeling uninspired, feeling frazzled, like no, 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 no. <laughs> so today I'm really going to be sharing 
uh, eight ways or eight different things that I do that you can also do to help do the same, to help rest and reset for the new year. Now, like I said, I love to do these things specifically for the most part in between Christmas and New Year's, but you could do these at any time during December. Like I've been doing little bits of the things we're going to be talking about even now, and it's not officially Christmas yet. But I want to hopefully inspire you with some ways that you might be able to block out some time on your calendar in December to uh, do this stuff. So whether you have time off in between Christmas and New Year's, that's incredible. Um, But I realize that not everyone has time off. Uh, Some people do have to work in between Christmas and New Year's. So if that's you, well, then think about like blocking off an hour here, an hour there. Could you do a half day, 30 minutes? Um, you You get the idea. So Without further ado, I want to talk about eight different uh, sort of days that you can create for yourself during this magical time of the year. So the first thing that you can do to rest and reset for the new year is to have a digital detox day. (laughs) Like I'm sure you're aware or you have at least heard of the impact that getting off of the phone, getting off the devices, not going on social media can have in improving your mental health. I know this from experience. It can have like, I don't think we realize just how much that getting online and being online all the time, or as much as a lot of us are, can really negatively impact our mental health when we are constantly seeing the lives of other people, oftentimes looking very picture perfect when we're comparing ourselves to others. And not only just that, but like I personally get really overwhelmed with social media, especially now with all the short form video. Like I remember the days when Instagram came out and it was just photos. (laughs) Like you could just scroll and there weren't really ads on it yet. It was just beautiful pictures and it's so different now where it's a lot of it's mostly videos and they're very fast paced videos generally they're very short and there's just so much going on that i also tend to get very overwhelmed and then i'm like why do i feel so overwhelmed why does my brain feel jammed and like it's short circuiting oh probably because i just got done scrolling all of this stuff that is just coming at me and now I feel overstimulated. So having time away from your phone, like really dedicating an entire day at least to just completely do a digital detox where you are not getting on your phone, you're not getting on your computer, like all the electronic devices, just set them aside and spend your time doing something else. And if you have a hard time staying off of your phone, then like plan to do something that you will enjoy. So like, you know, maybe get outside on a hike or just go out outside in nature, go on a walk, you know, look at recipes and bake something yummy, read a book, take a bath, draw or paint something, you know, play a video game. I love video games or play a board game or a card game, meet a friend at the coffee shop or go out for drinks journal, 
volunteer somewhere, write someone a letter, like an old-fashioned letter that they get in the mail, or prepare a care package for someone that you really love. Like, plan out activities that you know you can do, that you will enjoy, that are going to keep you from having those moments where you feel like you're not doing anything, and then it's just automatic for so many people to just kind of go after their phone. And I know this because I was one of them for a very long time, and I still am guilty of doing this sometimes. If I am just kind of sitting around and it ha- there's like free space, it's so easy to just automatically grab the phone and pick it up and start scrolling. So something that I do when I know that I'm having a hard time staying off my phone is I just leave my phone in the other room. I leave the room and I put my phone away and usually in a drawer so I don't even see it. So this is such a wonderful way to sort of just take care of your mental health, to give your brain a rest and to really just focus on yourself instead of focusing on everyone else's lives and what everyone else is doing and all of this other stuff. This can be such a game changer. So that's thing number one. The second way to rest and reset for the new year is to have a creativity day. So like setting aside a day or half day to just do something creative, something that maybe you haven't had time for for a long time or that you haven't done or that you've been wanting to do. So like you could make some music, you could write a song, you could cook something, you know, uh, get outside or get started on that book that you've been wanting to write or maybe work on the book that you've been writing, you know, take a wine and painting class. Oh my goodness. I did that for my birthday a year and a half ago. It was so much fun. I did a giant painted portrait of my cat, Mr. Purry, and I had a total blast. So highly recommend those. Or you could just do that at home, you know, crack open a bottle of wine. Is that the right word? Crack open? I don't know. I don't drink very much wine. <laughs> I feel like that's the wrong term, but you get what I'm saying. You know, pop, pop wine, pop a bottle of wine. Is that more accurate? Whatever, you know, have a glass of wine, have a glass of tea. Obviously it doesn't have to be alcohol and just like, take a YouTube video class on how to paint something. There are so many free resources that you can tap into. Um, You could plan out, you know, ideas for your garden come spring. You could make a vision board for the new year. You could uh, get inspired with interior decor ideas like what are maybe some things that you would like to do to your bedroom or your office space or your living room or whatever. Maybe the the nook that is kind of full of clutter right now. Maybe you're going to turn it into like a really cozy reading nook. So like plan out that or take a class on something that has really been sparking your um, curiosity or your interest. But basically block out a day where you can just let the creative juices flow. A third way that you can rest and reset for the new year is what I like to call a sort out my life day. And this is basically where you set aside time to take care of all of the stuff that maybe you've been putting off or that's just kind of been building up and you've been meaning to do. And It's usually stuff that might not be super fun, 
but it's like stuff that needs to get done so that you can have a clear mind, so that you can clear your plate, and so that you can focus on, you know, more important or enjoyable stuff in the new year. So like thinking about things that will save you time, things that will save you money, or things that will save you headache going into the new year. So like maybe you set aside a day where you're going to clear and declutter things on your phone. I actually did this the other day. I think I spent like four hours just clearing out photos from my phone, offloading them, going through everything, deleting what I don't want. Don't, you know, sometimes I'll have like 10 photos of the same thing. So I've like, you know, I'll go through all of them and keep just one and get rid of the rest. So I spent like four hours clearing out and decluttering my phone. This includes apps that I don't use and really getting the home screen nice and organized. Um, Things like backing up old photos and videos and other files. This is highly, highly, highly important. If you do not currently have some sort of backup system on your computer or laptop or whatever you use, oh my goodness, take it from someone who lost everything like 10-ish years ago. Actually, it was 2010. I remember it distinctively because it was so traumatic. I had thousands of photos that were basically my entire life up until that point that were on my computer. And I don't even remember how it happened, but let's just say that I accidentally deleted all of them and I could not get them back. And then I spent, I think, close to 100 hours trying to like um, recover them and I got like a small fraction of them back. But that taught me a huge lesson, and that is to regularly back up your stuff, especially because so much of it is digital. So like, you know, Dropbox I use for backing up photos. I have the cloud thing set up on my iPhone. I have an external hard drive set up on my computer that's always running backups. So, you know, taking time to actually back up your stuff. Um, Other things to do are like, checking automatic payments to make sure that you actually still want and or use everything that you're paying for. So like I went through mine the other day and I'm like, wow, okay, well, I've been paying for this service. I haven't actually watched anything. You know, it was a streaming service. I haven't watched anything for months. So I put that on hold. Um, Checking to make sure that you're getting the best deals on things like your cell phone and utilities and car insurance and health insurance. Um, like I know like one of the tasks on my list for when I have this day, uh, coming up here pretty soon is like, I know, I know I need to go into my phone bill and set up direct debits from my checking account. Cause that's going to save me $5 off my bill every month. And sure it's only $5, but five times 12 is what? 60. I wasn't prepared to do math mentally today. I'm so used to using my phone calculator, but something like that. And like a few months ago, my husband uh, went over my health insurance and car insurance with me, and he actually helped me save hundreds of dollars per month by kind of tweaking those things and making some changes on those things. So think about ways that you could save yourself time, save yourself money. Um, This is a great day to organize files and other important papers. It's a great day for maybe returning or giving away unwanted gifts or items that maybe you got at Christmas or maybe you got 
throughout the year or even last Christmas, like get a box out and have it set to donate um, and start figuring out what you want to keep. So um, having a sort of sort out your life day is really, really nice because you're just, you're going into the new year sort of with all of that stuff that you've been putting off or that maybe you didn't even think about that can allow you to focus on the important stuff heading into the year. And then the fourth way to rest and reset for the new year is along those lines is to have a sort out your home day. So this is sort of like the other one, except it's dedicated to your space, like decluttering and cleaning out your house and your mind. So I'm not going to harp on about like how important decluttering is. I know I have several episodes on it, but like it is so important to regularly take stock of what is taking up space in your home because everything, whether we are conscious to it or not, is taking up energy in some way, shape or form from us. So like setting aside a day to sort of just clean and declutter. So like you know, take a look around and notice any spaces like corners of rooms or drawers or closets that have accumulated clutter and actually declutter and clear out some of that, you know, maybe doing those sort of cleaning things that you don't do very often, or at least I don't do very often, like cleaning out the fridge, you know, areas that might not normally get that much attention or just like cleaning in general, like giving everything a nice clean, um, doing small maintenance jobs around the house, whether that's um, things like replacing, uh, what are they called? Smoke alarm, (laughs) replacing the batteries on the smoke alarm or uh, flipping your mattress because isn't that like supposed to help keep it nice and even? I think I do that like once a year, but it's basically supposed to kind of like even out so that you're not getting that dent where you're sleeping so that you're kind of sleeping all over the mattress. Um, You know, maybe if there's a project you've been putting off in your home, like maybe you've been wanting to paint a room for a really long time or an accent wall, that would be a great task to do on this sort of uh, sort out the house day or um, I don't know, just anything that you have been sort of wanting to do around the house. This is a day to actually get it done. You could spend time um, tending to the house plants or framing some photos like I, I think it's so important, uh, especially with everything being so digital, to actually like print off some photos. Like having digital photos is great, but like I really love and treasure having some like key photos actually printed off in physical, tangible form and putting them on the wall. So like maybe, you know, look through your photos over the past year and print off a couple, um, put them in a photo book that goes on the coffee table or just frame one and get it up on the wall. Um, you know, it's also a good time. You could rearrange some furniture to kind of freshen up a room heading into the new year. Um, you could, of course, also use this day to put away any Christmas presents that haven't yet been put away yet. Recycle all of that paper. Um, you could take down some of the Christmas decorations. I personally, so what I do is I love to leave up a lot of my decorations because 
I just, January for me is like the hardest month. It's like the coldest here. It's the darkest. It's long. And I feel like it's made even more sort of just like blech by like, if I were to just like take down all my de decorations right after Christmas, it would just feel kind of sad. So what I've been doing over the last few years is I will take down like the more Christmassy decorations and I'll leave up the decorations that just sort of celebrate winter. Or you could leave up your Christmas decorations too, like all of them, whatever floats your boat. But like, if you don't want it to feel like Christmas going into January, you could just leave up, you know, some candles or, you know, things that really just reflect the winter and not necessarily Christmas. Um, so just to like make the house more warm and inviting and cozy and, and festive and cheery and all of the things that January is not, at least not here in the Midwest in the United States. So having a sort out your home day is way number four. The fifth way that you can rest and reset for the new year is to have a reflection day. Oh man, I'm so big on this one. And this is so, I think, just incredibly important to do every single year. And yet so many people just don't do this. But having a day that is just constructive reflection just allows us to learn from our past experiences that have happened throughout the year so that we can learn and, uh, you know, learn the lessons that we needed to learn so that we don't have to repeat certain things so that we can celebrate our wins and our growth so that we can look back over the last 12 months and see like, well, what worked and what didn't work, you know, so that we can move forward with really a clean slate, taking with us the things that are actually serving us and just leave behind what didn't because it can be so easy, especially when it has been a hard year to really just focus on, oh, this year sucked and oh, it was so hard. But, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> that's not really going to help us moving forward if we're so focused on how sucky the year has been. And the way to turn those nuggets, the way to turn the, the crappy moments into nuggets of pure gold is to look at it constructively uh, through the lens of like, okay, if everything is here to serve me in one way or another, even if it doesn't feel like it, what are the nuggets of wisdom I can extract from this? What are the lessons that I have learned as a result of going through these challenges? How has my character been forged? How am I better now? How do I have more clarity on what I want? So taking a day to just reflect, I think is so incredibly important so that we can really appreciate and learn from what we have done and things we have gone through over the past year. I often say that, you know, going into the new year, and even doing things like setting goals and coming up with your vision for the new year, which I absolutely love, but like doing that uh, without doing the reflection part, I feel like is trying to paint a brand new masterpiece on a canvas that is already full of paint. It's like, how can we create this new year and all of these 
things that we're wanting to call in and create and be an experience if we have not yet reflected on and let go of this sort of buildup that we've accumulated over the last 12 months. So setting aside a day to just reflect on the year, looking back, you know, non-judgmentally over, you know, what have I done this year? What experiences did I have? What did I like? What did I not like? What did I learn? What were the challenges that I experienced? What were the lessons I can take from that? What do I want to let go of? What do I want to do more of in the new year? Things like that. Really, really powerful, you know, way to kind of set yourself up for success heading into the new year. And success meaning, obviously that's a relative term, but success meaning that you are being very intentional and mindful of not just sort of barreling through on autopilot, but really being intentional about like what you're taking with you that is going to serve you and what you're leaving behind that is not. The sixth way that you can rest and reset heading into the new year is to, along the lines of a reflection day, but this is perfect for after, is to have a dreaming day. Yes, an entire day that is set aside for dreaming about what you would like to create and do and experience in the new year. So I, and if you don't have a whole day, that's totally fine. Set aside, you know, it could be a half day or a few hours, but block out time where you are just going to dream. You could go to your favorite cafe, get something really yummy to eat and drink, bring your notebook, bring your paper, bring your pen, your pencils, your colored markers, you know, whatever you (laughs) prefer, and just let your mind wander you know, just dream about all of the possibilities that could be possible for you in the new year without focusing on the how and how you're actually going to make it happen and how it's unrealistic. Just let yourself dream. And as you're dreaming, really take note of which things get you really inspired and excited. Like as you're thinking about all the possibilities, like coming from the place of like, okay, if I could do have, be, experience anything that I wanted in the next 12 months, what would those things be? And really pay attention to the things that get you extra excited, the things that make you feel inspired and really, you know, take, you could put a little asterisk next to them or underline them, but just kind of journal or write things down. Uh, We all have our different ways that we like to sort of just be creative. I personally like to just sort of um, stare off, drink my beverage. I love listening to music that inspires me. And I will just sort of jot down the things that really catch my interest. So having a dreaming day is a beautiful way to set yourself up for a fabulous, fabulous new year. The seventh way to rest and reset for the new year is to have a planning and goal setting day. And this is the perfect follow up to a dreaming day because obviously it's incredible to dream up the possibilities. I think it is so important. Not enough people take the time to just allow themselves to daydream without limits. Like that is so important. But equally important is to actually take that dream 
and translate it into a vision for your life and then to take it a step further and turn that vision into some actual goals and a plan that you can take inspired action on in order to bring it to life. So this is the day where you create a vision for what your ideal year would look and feel like taking direct inspiration from, you know, the things that you felt excited and inspired by when you dreamed. So like, look at whatever you wrote down on your dreaming day, look at the things that got you especially excited, inspired and say, okay, I'm going to create a vision for what my ideal year would look like. And how can I incorporate those things? And I love to, once I have sort of created my ideal vision, I really like to imagine myself. It's the end of the year, 12 months from now, and I'm feeling amazing. I actually get myself into the state where I am feeling like gratitude and I'm feeling just so much joy and peace and contentment. Like I muster up those feelings as if it were 12 months from now and I just had my best year ever and I'm reflecting back over the last year And I'm taking note of what pops up in my mind. Like if this, yes, I am sitting here, it's 12 months in the future. I just had the best year of my life. What were the things that happened that enabled it, you know, allowed it to be my best year yet? So from that place, I write down my vision. And then I love to set three main goals that are directly aligned with my vision. I have found that three is the perfect number. It's the number of goals I've been setting for the last, I don't even know at this point, four or five years. I found that three is a great amount because it's not overwhelming. Anything more than three, and it can be very easy to get overwhelmed, to spread time and energy too thin. So by picking three main goals, you're setting yourself up for simplicity and you're allowing more focus and time and energy to go to just three things. And then from there, I like to break those three main goals down into smaller, more specific, tangible, uh, what I like to call stepping stone goals. Because oftentimes if we set you know, a larger goal, it can feel overwhelming very fast, especially if we're not sure of like all the steps I need to take in order to get there and how am I going to make this happen? And oh my gosh, I don't even know where to get started. And so just coming up with, okay, if I were to break this one, take this one goal and what would be like the, you know, milestones that I would need to Uh, get to in order for this to happen and then make those little smaller goals and you can even break it down more from there which is you know what I do I even break my stepping stone goals down into even smaller goals and action steps and then I plug my vision and my goals and my steps into my planner so that I have a clear path to follow for how to actually bring my vision to life. I get clear on, you know, who do I want to be? What are the habits that I would like to have? What are the habits I would like to stop? Uh, You know, what beliefs do I need to have in order to support and empower uh, this vision that I want to manifest? You know, how would I like to feel in the new year? And what are things that I can do every single day to tap into all of these feelings. So these are the things that I love to do on my planning and goal setting day. And these are things that you also could do on your planning and goal setting day. And by the way, if you want the like complete step-by-step process that I do every single year, as far as like the reflecting and creating the vision and the entire like 
goal manifesting process, how I create the vision, how I create the goals, how I break them all down, create the roadmap, all of that good stuff. I share the entire process inside of my Design Your Dream Your Playbook, which is my physical uh, manifestation playbook. It's like a manifestation guide, journal, and 12-month planner all rolled into one. Um, Or if you don't want like a physical book, I also share the complete step-by-step process inside my manifestation club, the Blissful Life Blueprint. Um, So I will leave the links for those below in the show notes, but That is basically my life design slash goal manifesting process that I use every single year. And it's a great way to uh, step into the near with a ton of momentum. So what number was that? Oh, that was what? Number seven. And then, yeah, so that leads me to thing number eight. The eighth way that you can rest and reset for the new year is to have a do nothing day. Oh, yes. This is a day that you block off where you don't make any plans, where you don't have a to-do list, where you literally do, you give yourself the space to do nothing. And if you don't have the luxury of taking an entire day, then maybe it could just be for an hour or whatever amount of time that you can set aside. But having a time where it's just nothing, no expectations, no plans, no nothing that you're trying to get done can just be so glorious and much, much, you know, very much needed. I actually had a do nothing day this past weekend. I am not joking when I say that I was on the couch the entire day from the second I woke up to when I went to bed, I was on the couch the entire day. I did not get off the couch unless it was to go to the bathroom or to get food from the kitchen. And I have got to say it was glorious. I just read, I I played some video games, and then I would just kind of just lay there and, and not do anything. I would just lay there and daydream. I would lay there and cuddle my cat, Mr. Purry. I would lay there and just sort of doze off, and it was so beautiful. I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot of those days where I literally do nothing. Like even on my more relaxed days off, I usually have something that I'm wanting to get done, even if it's something fun or even if it's just a light, you know, chore or whatever. There's usually something to be done on any given day. But I think it is so important for just sort of a rest and reset to just have a day where you also do nothing. So those are the eight things. Let's do a quickie recap, shall we? I love a good recap. So the eight ways to rest and reset for 2024. Number one, a digital detox day. Number two, a creative day. Number three, a sort out my life day. Number four, a sort out my home day. Number five, a reflection day. Number six, a dreaming day. Number seven, a planning and goal setting day. And number eight, a do nothing day. So I encourage you, if there were some of the days that kind of got you feeling a little inspired or excited or like, ooh, I want to do that, to actually block the time out in your calendar 
like right now. <laughs> As Marie Forleo says infamously, if it's not scheduled, it's not real. And I take that motto to heart because I know that if I don't do something, like if I don't put something on the calendar, it's probably not going to happen. So schedule out a day or days or whatever chunks of time that you can to devote to whatever from this list called to you and actually do it. All right, my friend. Well, that is it for today. I hope that you found some sort of inspiration or something helpful in this episode. If you are still listening, then it's likely that you did, hopefully. Otherwise, you probably would have turned me off and been like, okay, Allison, whatever. So hopefully you got some sort of value out of this episode. I appreciate you tuning in. And if you do enjoy my podcast and you want me to keep creating new episodes for 2024, if you have already, it would mean so much and be so incredibly helpful for me if you would take just two seconds to rate and review my podcast over on Apple Podcasts because that is how it uh, gets my podcast seen. Basically, when new reviews come up, it signals the algorithm to actually show my podcast to people, which is what helps it to grow. So that is like, you know, if you want to, you know, get me a gift for Christmas or say thank you if you enjoy these episodes, that would mean so, so much. And obviously, I would be very thankful to you for doing that. And it really does just take a few moments, uh, literally just a couple seconds. Um, it could be done in like 10 seconds, but it would mean so, so much to me. So that is all for today, my friend. Thank you for listening. And remember, every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You are a freaking powerful creator. So get out there and live your best daggum life. And I will see you in the next episode.